We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Adam Amin, good old number one. Adam, it, it, if it if it only means half as much to you as it would have meant to Danny, oh, then I'm it, so jealous. Then it then it <laughs> then it would be overwhelming for you. I mean, my then God, be, then it would be then it would be twice as much for him as it would be for me. I understand how, how sports night quotes work. If you've had half as much fun watching the show as we've had doing it, well, then we've had twice as much fun doing the show as you've had watching it. That's sports night. See you tomorrow. I can't imagine what it's been like for you. I know what it's been like for it not to have been <laughs> what a whirlwind guys Lou Brock was the symbol of great base stealing but today I'm the greatest of all time thank you don't, don't tell me you didn't get a picture you didn't get that sometimes and you're not printing it and, and framing it in your house he wants you to need it as much as he does he said I'm an intolerable egomaniac I don't even know what that means. So don't don't tell me you're not framing the hometown paper saying you're the top broadcaster in town. I don't believe. I don't I'm believe at, you. I, I actually, I actually just painted a wall with the exact. Not, not, not I didn't use the actual sometimes. I actually got somebody to paint it on the wall. <laughs> there we go. It would surprise. Listen, if it happened to me, I would tattoo it on my back. Amen. That's Adam Amin. At least I admit it. I'd like to thank God Almighty for giving everybody so much and me so little. And as I sip my soda that I'm sure somebody spit in, I just would like to say to all of you, kiss my ass, you rotten One, two, three, four, Parkins and Spiegel Show, afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Thank you for hanging out. Parkins and Spiegel on The Score. You can text and twitch your questions in for one last thing. NBA trade deadline is Thursday. We'll be all over all the rumors of what the Bulls will or will not do. Super Bowl, of course, this Sunday, our annual Super Bowl pick segment, one of our favorite segments of the year. Friday, 3 o'clock, massive number of guests, random people, rapid fire, making Super Bowl predictions will be Friday at 3 o'clock. Tell a friend, one of the fun, most fun segments we do all season long. Um, looking forward to the week. Lots of, lots of fun stuff coming up uh, all week long. And just, you know, tell a friend about the show in yeah, general. That would be great. Right? Uh, hey, ab- absolutely. I, I have friends. There's a show that I listen to. You'd it's, like it's it. It's good. Check it out. That's how that works. Um. So I know you were locked into the Pro Bowl. I sure was, uh, man. And you were you were going, you've been talking about it. You were excited for last night at the United Center. I, I really was. So like Adam Sandler, just, you know, an influential comedy voice in my childhood. Uh, his comedy albums were, were a huge deal. I remember going to summer camp and, you know, having like the CD player, like the Walkman with his, with his uh, CDs on him. The Goat, just a classic bit. The album, they're all going to laugh at you. Hilarious. I wasn't as into the to SNL 
uh, that at that point in my life. But like then that five movie run to start his career. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Wedding Singer, Big Daddy, Waterboy, just unbelievable, super influential. So seeing him live was a big deal to me. It's a big deal. I was, I was very excited to kind of just like be in his presence. Steph and I love going to comedy shows. Never seen him perform before. He only started touring again a few years ago for his uh, 100% Fresh tour. He hadn't toured before that in like decades. Like yeah, it wasn't I, his thing. And I, I watched most of that special and certainly remember the song that he wrote about Chris Farley with the video that went in. That was part of the new material at that time. It I, was pretty yeah, great. Yeah, it was incredible. He, he did it last night. So he's apparently going to do that going forward as a just to, to always do the tribute. And it was amazing. And I've seen that. I saw him do it on SNL. I saw mm-hmm. him do it in that special. I've watched that on YouTube a couple times, and it was still cool to be there uh, in the moment. If you haven't seen the Adam Sandler, Chris Farley song, you should definitely check it out. But I was thinking about this, and I'm sure you got some music examples. I think we all could come up with some sports examples. But just also as like creative people and people who are different, obviously different ages, but whatever, you, you think about reinventing yourself, staying fresh, all of those things. This is a man, I just Googled two things right before the segment, all right? Adam Sandler, age. Someone's reading Wikipedia. He's 56 years old. Do you guys have any money on what he Googled first? I was surprised that he Googled age. I went with net worth. Was that second? That's the second Google. Yeah. And before being totally transparent, I Googled that first. (laughs) You you know me very well. Always about the money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. But I I find it to be relevant to the point I'm about to make. It is is relevant. Adam Sandler has a net worth, according to Google, who knows, of over $400 million. Okay? This guy's movie, these, his movies have Hold grossed on. over $3 billion. Hold on a second. Yeah. I'm, let me let that register for a minute. Yeah, yeah correct. Because <laughs> there's like, because I, I lived out in L.A. for a while, and I've had some friends who lived in houses as you go up the canyons, and you're like, oh, yeah, and then X lives there, and X lives there, and X lives there. And it comes to a point where you're like, oh, I guess everybody has some money, and like, you know, nice house, and live in a nice spot. But four hundred and forty million dollars <laughs> kind of hit me, hit me in a certain way. He's an A-lister by any definition of the word. He's one of the most successful entertainment people of his generation. Built a production company and has had a part of a million things you might not have even realized he had a part of. Yeah. So and and made tons of deals with Netflix and tons of others. So it's not just the performer, the comedy guy. That's that's how you build yourself into a writer, generational icon. Yeah, writer producer takes care of all of his friends. Started with these with stand up into comedy albums, SNL, mm-hmm. his writing and starring in his own movies and he's been doing it for 30 plus years. Thought he was great in Hustle about the NBA coach on Netflix and obviously great in uh in was the Jewels. Uncut, Uncut, Gems. Uncut Gems. And he's got another movie with the Safdie brothers Oof. that apparently is in pre-production yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Uncut Gems. Yeah. Uncut Gems. Makes me nervous though. Uncut Gems. Cuz so, that entire thing I was so much excited. Uncut Gems. Right. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Who's that? It's what's her name? Julia Julia No, it's not Julia Louis. It's Julia Stone or Julia, Julia Fox. Fox? Julia Fox. Julia Fox. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm call her daddy. Certified crazy person. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. But like a doodle. But a real. But so I'm going there thinking last night is going to be a lot of nostalgia. And it had like to a have, greatest hits show. Yeah. And it had to have been. Not. I mean, the only thing that I saw that he was like straight redoing was the Farley song. 
and everything else was new. Some of it was self-referential to other things. Like he did a twist on the song from The Wedding Singer, I Want to Grow Old With You. Thank you for growing old with me. And it like played a bunch of clips and referenced a bunch of things for his career and talked about how his like audience had grown up with him and been so loyal to him over the years and it was reflective. So largely comedy songs that he was playing with video accompaniment? He probably did 10 or 12 new songs. Plus, I mean, he was on for an hour 45 and he did, so I'd say it was like half Mm stand-up, half songs with a bunch of storytelling weaved in. Super personal stuff about being a dad to teenage uh, daughters, a song that was like a love letter to his wife. Uh, Also, like completely ridiculous slapstick humor, you know, Adam Sandler stuff about a song about like the the pimple on your forehead, Mm -hmm. about taking selfies and selfie culture, whatever. He he ran the gamut. But the overarching point that I was borderline inspired by was here is this made man A-lister who gets to do any project he wants, who's 56 years old, and not all of it was hits. There were moments of silence. Like, I was with two other couples. One guy who was a lifelong Sandler fan wasn't a huge fan. My wife and I loved it. The other couple was kind of in the middle. So, like, there were some hits. There were some misses, whatever. This dude was getting shots up Mm -hmm. and creating a ton of new material. Still working it. Still taking it seriously. At 56 years old. That's not that old, Danny. I I understand, but it is if you've got 400-something million dollars in the bank. Correct. It was, 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 and the, the newness of it, man. Like, I don't know. I've seen Billy Joel a few times in concert, right? Is Billy Joel grinding out new music? I don't know the answer to that. Or is he selling out Wrigley Field on the power and backing of Piano Man, which... No disrespect, and I know he's got a ton of other hits, but like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you go to no, see Billy. Course. You go to see Billy Joel. You're going to see Billy Joel do the hits. I feel like Adam Sandler very easily could have done a lot of nostalgia and a lot of the hits, and the eighteen thousand people would have still given him a standing ovation because he's an A-lister uh, and he was creating new material. Man, it was it was. I, so I don't know what the music comp is of the A-lister who's maybe not well, doing their best stuff but still really putting it out well, there. Well, the music thing is is a tough parallel in some ways because you're expecting the hits and you need to deliver them when you're doing a set. If you're in your 70s or 60s or whatever yeah. and you're out there like when you know, when Springsteen plays, there's got to be a certain percentage of the hits, but there is room for your new stuff and a lot of times people like kind of some people are suffering their way through the new stuff while the artist is trying to stay vital, you know? So the mix is probably less. If you're you're thinking that was 90% a new hour or a new show. I mean, I saw his last special. The only repeat that I saw was the one thing to Chris Farley. Well, he can get away with that because he's stand-up as an ethos. He's like stand-up as a construct. Yeah. Because you're used to going to see a whole new hour of somebody. In a stand-up setting, so he can, right. so that that that's the discipline and and that art form, right? Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like Seinfeld repeat stuff. He says he's like, people are coming to see me. I want to give them my best stuff. I don't believe in doing new hours. Uh-huh. And he just chops off the bottom 10, 20% of his act. Yeah. And I've seen Jerry probably three times, and I've seen him do the same bit about being a game show on a married person's like contestant in his living room answering his wife's yeah. questions all three times that I've seen him. I'll, I'll give you a musical comp. Um, last night, apparently, and I was not watching at the time, but Bonnie Raitt won Song of the Year for this song, um, Just Like That. And I'm like, oh, 
Wow, that's interesting. I don't know the song at all. I haven't listened to her new album. I have no idea what she's doing because she's basically been making really good albums, but similar kind of stuff. Yeah. So I went this morning and I listened to that song. First of all, it's an absolutely beautiful, sad, heartbreaking song. And I don't know if it should have won Song of the Year. It's kind of a Lifetime Achievement Award. That's besides the point. But that was interesting. And then I listened to a couple other songs on the record, and I was like, hot damn. She's still out here doing it. How old's Bonnie Raitt? 74? I don't know. But, like, great musicians, Playing the kind of styles she's always played. She's playing slide guitar and electric guitar and acoustic guitar on it. She's singing like, it, it, like really good. There's somebody in their 70s making a great album at the top of their game just because they want to. It was that, it, that, that that's one it, of the concerts. It was like about. legitimately inspiring as someone who like on the lowest form of the entertainment ladder that we do like creates content. How, so what's a sports comp? Well, Verlander thinking- coming back at age 38 after surgery when he doesn't need to. And busting his ass to be this good again to keep going. that That's one yeah, thing that, that quickly that, came that, to that's mind. A, that's a great one. Because I, I, I've been thinking a lot about what you said about Al Michaels. Um, how you want kind of want him to be done. But I was like, he, he he gets to call his own shot. Because he's he's a Mount Rushmore guy. He's an all-time great. That's so, interesting. So even if he's not aging gracefully, he is not changing up his act. He's just doing it how he's always done. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe at a little bit less than optimum efficiency because he's 78 years old yeah but he either doesn't care doesn't acknowledge it still loves doing it still gets a huge check and so he can not be excited when he's broadcasting the third biggest comeback in nfl playoff history yeah have everybody criticize him on the internet and then completely write it off and dismiss it and probably not lose a minute of sleep and, over that, and it. that's it right if you and went to see if you went to see a performer doing that you'd be seriously bummed out and a lot of people go that way yeah. and, and and there are a ton of musicians who do not go that way but there are some that do if athletes go that way, they kind of get forced out of the game. Well, that's the uniqueness about athletes, right? Like Brady couldn't reinvent himself because he was already at 10 out of 10 for the between the ear stuff. But he kept it going. But you can't like make your arms stronger. You can't get younger. You can't get faster. I mean, you know, Bonds did it with steroids. Yeah. Like you, you know what I mean? Like that, that that was a part of it for a while, like the artificial reinvention. But you know, it's it's the work ethic. I like I love that you're inspired by it because that's what the best art and Jordan, sports, frankly. Jordan, Jordan is that the one you were going to say, Tanny? Yeah, I was going to say Michael Jordan. You know, back end of the career goes with more jump shot fadeaway, so he wouldn't have to go getting hurt. You know, going up against the Pistons. He also, as we saw in Last Dance, got a lot stronger, so he can withstand yep. that physical punishment. Yep. But then also evolve the game to go along with it, where he can you know rely more on the outside shooting. Yeah, yeah. no, and it's and yes, and it's, it's for athletes. It comes at such a younger age than for. Billy Joel, a lot of textures are saying Dave Matthews would fall into this category. Yeah, a lot, of te- a lot of textures saying Fish that keeps like making new albums, but they also, their jamming is like, they're constantly pushing the boundaries okay. forever. What, what about Dave Grohl? Extreme popularity with Nirvana and then still was able in a second project to be a badass, massive rock star. 100%. Yeah. And, there and we al- go. also along the way was the drummer. In uh, with with Josh from Queens of the Stone Age, what was that band? The Eagles of Death Metal. I think he was the drummer because he loves to play the effing drums and just did it for a while. That Ca- was close. I that caught myself. Really yeah, good job, good yeah. Job I got excited. Yourself. I got excited. So maybe. Yeah, th- th- maybe I think there's a lot. Com- there's a lot more- of musical comps. I'm saying, I hate it- Dave Matthews. <laughs> you know, I know. It, I, I, it, I it might be more common in music than I'm giving it credit to, which is obviously I know nothing. So that's certainly possible. I think there's a way to balance it in music. Um, because you can make your albums, but then, as I say, when you show up and you play the play the hits, 
you got to play a lot of the hits. Right. You know? And, and then Tanny, you know, that, that playing that, the hits. That's right. But like comedy now, there's such a f- emphasis on like doing the new hour. And so maybe the new hour is not always going to be as good. And like a lot of comedians don't want to recycle stuff. But may- so like it's common to comedy too. Like I guess you're saying it's common to music. But maybe what it was for Sandler was this guy had six damn guitars on stage and wrote 12 new songs. Like Adam Sandler does not need to be writing 12 new comedy songs like he's p- churning out a comedy album in 1994. Yeah. Like I, I just I couldn't believe that he was still writing that number of songs. So who are the that's a- that's, that's rare in the comedy space? Who are the athletes that coasted <laughs> at the end and did not have the work ethic? Adam Dunn, and and and, and then and then it goes away because you don't evolve, and you come here and you take four years at fifty six mil, which I believe it was for Dunn, and you're just whatever version of yourself you can throw out there, and when I'm toast, I'm toast. Thanks everybody. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of people, frankly. Um, so it, it is it is admirable. It yeah. it is inspirational. Look, I look. One of my favorite things ever is the young fireballer pitcher who loses mile per hour and reinvents himself and figures out a way to do it. Zach Greinke just signed with the Royals, man. I know. And, and I know you know that dude and know his career and his his like quirkiness. Ah, uh, but you know, like like people, it, um, Felix Hernandez should not have been that good for as long as he was. Freddie Garcia, like, there's a million in my youth. It was Ron Guidry and Frank Tanana, like pitchers who, who find a way to reinvent and still want to do it. Yeah, still give a crap and want to do it. Yeah, respect. It, it was yeah. That's that's right. And so maybe maybe it is more common, and you just have to like look to appreciate it uh, in some places. But I was just thinking, I was watching this guy. I'm like, dude, you do not need to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> like I, it was it was really incredible. It was an so, incredible thing to see. So let me make a leap. Let me make a leap here. You, Danny Parkins, are at age 56, and you are worth the equivalent of 440 million. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You getting takes off? Are you writing a new take? Are you watching a game? Are you ripping off a take? Are you maybe not live tweeting, but I've, just like I've thought about this. I because I've said to a few friends, like I'm like, man, I'm not doing this forever. They're like, dude, yes, you are. If uh-huh. someone if someone is uh-huh. paying you for your opinion, you love it so much, you will do it as long as they're willing to pay you a real check to to do it. I had a I had maybe a, they know me better than I know myself. I, I I had a partner who said that one day he was just gonna go off to Hawaii and, or go off to wherever and just like, you know, I mean, I'll be thrilled to put this behind me. And I do not think that is the case. It's hard. It's hard. It's very hard. Especially if you like it. Yes. It, especially. If, and, and, he, and right. That's the thing too. He clearly loved it. That's why you do anything. He, he was doing like pseudo funny, like uh, costume changes. He was proud of his guitar collection. He was rocking out. Like he was getting ovations. It was really well produced. Uh, we might have Dan Bola on the show tomorrow. By the way, cool. that's his musical music director. Yeah, who's the only other dude up on the stage with him? Uh, Chicago guy, SNL musician and songwriter, and helps Sandler write his parody songs. So he did Saturday Night Live, mm. and then flew to his hometown of Chicago. And was one of two people on the stage with Adam Sandler for nearly two hours, getting shouted out every twenty minutes <laughs> by Sandler in because front, he's Chicago with Jordan's banners hanging over him with his apparently entire family in attendance at the Aww. United Center. Like, how cool would that be? Oh, I don't know. It and was we're a, talking to that guy tomorrow. I hope so. 
I hope so. That we're, would be we're, awesome. We're working on it. How yeah. fascinating is that? Yeah, uh, crazy te- life. Texture says, Matt, the Eagles of death metal? It's them crooked vultures. So close. Yeah, I was close. So, anyway, glad we uh, corrected Who's that. in the Eagles of death metal, then? Um, <laughs> no, because that, that, that sounded right when I, you said it. I, I, think, I think they might have both been in it, but maybe playing guitar. I know Josh, Josh Homme, Homme, Homme from Queens of the Stone Age was in the Eagles of death metal. But Isn't... Um, God, isn't Joe Walsh's evil twin brother in the Eagles of Death Metal? <laughs> right. And Don and Henley's ex-wife. Bill Henley. Uh, yeah, Don's yeah. Don's cousin. Um, Jim Fry, former Cubs manager, Jim Fry. They're down there on a corner of Winslow, Arizona, and they're not standing, man. They're going crazy yeah, on that corner. You know what's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah. Well, okay. Life in the fast lane, they're not just oh, no. driving the car. They're taking cars out as they go. The Eagles of Death Metal, that's right. Yeah. Death in the fast lane. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hotel California, they're setting it on fire. Wow. All right, so do you guys want my worst restaurant experience in the city of Chicago yeah, now? Yeah, did you go to an Italian Wait. Pizza Fiesta before? No, stop. How dare you. Stop. How dare you. I'll, I'll give you a good one. I'll give you a really good one uh, on, on the flip side of it. Okay. I, I, I just want to know what you guys would have done. This was like a real conundrum, and I did not do enough to earn my wife's Uh-oh. respect. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh, that's not a shock. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. It, the, whole, oh, no. the whole thing was a thing. <laughs> Here Pop, we go. Yeah. Do you want it now or on the other side? Um. The other side. Okay. Yeah. Pa- Parkinson Spiegel. On the, score. Yes. the Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. Welcome back to the score. No. Uh, that was weird, but uh, thank you for me. I was trying to talk slowly. No, that didn't work. Didn't work as a thing. I was... It worked visually. Yeah. So. Good. This is why you piss people off. Why? Oh, no, no, <laughs> this no. Is why? Do I piss people off? There's, there's a why lot. That glass ceiling for number one for you, okay? <laughs> yeah, this is why five is your limit. <laughs> hey, the only reason I can say it is because I do the same things. Hey, the same it's fine. There's it's a lot fine. of reasons Danny pisses people off. I don't know if that's one of them necessarily. Just add it to the list. Yeah. Add it to the list. It's okay. I have that list. Hold on. Let me open yeah, yeah, yeah. a note file. <laughs> it's as long as a CVS receipt. Uh, Which Bernsey keeps. Yeah, we learned that today. He's that guy. Yeah, congratulations guy. on being... got to uh, wrap your Christmas presents with something at the end of the year. <laughs> a, a silver saver. Congratulations. Whatever he is. Uh, what would you guys do if you went to a, a bar-type restaurant, like not any sort of fine dining establishment, like a beer garden-type place for... We were ordering chicken sandwiches, pulled pork sandwich, and, and a turkey club, and a salad. Six people for dinner. 545 reservation okay. at, at in the west uh, west side of the city yeah. over by the United Center. Not going to give out the it wasn't it wasn't the last West Loop. It was I don't I don't know. I, <laughs> you are. I, yeah, I thought you were trying to be so cautious yeah. about the, throwing the restaurant under the bus that you didn't even want to say West Loop. I think they figured it out. Yeah. But if it wasn't West Loop, look, I don't want to say the name of the, the place. West. It rhymes with Pudluckers. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. In the West. Western Hemisphere-ish. West Indies. All right. West Indies? West Indies. The idea was we're going to go to dinner, six people, 545 reservation, 730 show. We get there, 540. Appetizers placed by 550. Entrees placed by 605. We are trying to leave by 7 o'clock so we can get parked and get in. I like to see the opening act, get a cocktail, get to our seats, etc. Dude, we haven't been served dinner at 7:15. 
ordered at 6.05. Oh, wow. Had to beg for the appetizers to come out at 6.45. They were cold. They had just been sitting there. Waiter had no idea. He was like, the kitchen staff's overrun, guys. There's a show tonight. We're like, yeah, there's a show tonight. Yes. You, like, like, that's the business model that you're in. You're in a, you're in, this is a bar relatively so, near a major five, venue. 545 reservations. You ordered at 605, 715. You didn't have any food. And we ordered a turkey club, a pulled pork sandwich, three chicken sandwiches, and a salad. Did you go back there and cook it yourself eventually? Dude, we got up and went. So, you know, calling the waiter over, trying to be super polite. Dude, we, le- we left without getting our food. We paid our tab and had them just strike all of the food from the menu. Oh, we, wow. pay, we paid for our drinks and appetizers and left without dinner. Because at 7.15, he was like, I don't know, it's either the next ticket or the one after that to come up. We're like, man, the show starts in 15 minutes. The whole restaurant was empty because everyone had left to go to the show. Oh, my oh, God. It was a man who was in the West Loop area. <laughs> oh, you really? Okay. I mean, we know who it is already at this point. <laughs> no, stop trying to protect these people. It was just I can't wh- believe he it, went in on a sponsor like I, that. We love Rinaldi's. Why do you hate Rinaldi so no, much? No, no, no. <laughs> Shame. I Matt honestly, Doherty is turning in his grave. Right? He's I, alive. I, I honestly was thinking, I'm such an idiot for just not going to Rinaldi's. Yeah. But I wanted to try a new place. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I felt so dumb. No restaurant in that area has treated this show specifically better. I was just there. I, I, I just felt dumb. I felt dumb. I don't know what to tell you. And so what would you do? Because, like, would you we, – we had to go to the show, but so I just paid yeah, for, it, for six people's, like, you, you drinks paid, and appetizers. You, that's what you do. You, you pay, you leave angry. Um, but, like, it's and then, someone on the way out. But and, like, if you stay and fight it, you maybe get the whole thing comped, but then it's going to be a no, fight. No, you got a manager. No, you go, you just signed a million-dollar deal. You could pay for a few drinks. Go live your life. Go out and live your life, and you get a hot dog at the United States. Which is what we did. Of course. Oh, but, oh, man, left so mad. Uh-huh. I could I, – I, they just were like, well, we don't know where your food is. No dinner tonight. No dinner. <laughs> with those Trump ballots, you know what I'm talking about, Tanny? <laughs> it was USPS. I think it has something to do with the spy balloon myself. <laughs> I think it's, it's somehow it, it connects to that. What a weird story that is. Oh, dude. Yeah, I know. And, and I, I had a guy just start. Sometimes people just start talking politics with you just because they assume that you're going to agree with them. I had that yesterday oh, somewhere. It's the red hat you wear all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, for sure. Yeah. And like I worked in restaurants. Like, like I, yeah, that's brutal. I, I was trying so hard to be so You're, you're being like, kind for not putting work, them on blast. Okay. You didn't work in restaurants. I worked in a restaurant for six <laughs> years. I worked in a restaurant for six years. I worked During in the service industry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I worked in restaurants. No, no, and, and <laughs> I worked in restaurants. Danny's got Michelin star. <laughs> right. I, I worked at Boston I know, Blackies. I know service. I understand service. I, okay. I was a waiter. Right. You do understand service. <laughs> so I, I and a, you've been a diner. <laughs> That's both ends of the service industry. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why that made me He's partaking yeah. on both ends. I'm not ends. saying it was fine dining. I'm not saying I was paying mortgages off working in the restaurant industry. But, I, you know. Good tipper. Respect in restaurants. Respect the service industry. Joe Flam, Stephanie Izzard, no, Danny Parkins. That's not what I'm saying. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I you never Tony Mantuano taught him everything he knows. Here's here's was our big mistake. We let Shane try out for next level chef. We should have let Danny try out for He's next level in chef. Restaurants. Yeah, right. This is what I'm saying. I've never worked in a restaurant. He's the one who understands the service industry. I I'm mean you I sympathize. It's a ta- it's a hard job. A healthy respect for the service industry. I'm a very healthy respect. <laughs> Skiz out on Twitch says that Adam Amin would have been served in time. Oh, that's true. One of my friends said that.
Like, yeah, if it was you, a mean, they how could you yeah, not yeah. pull have some pull here? I'm like, dude, I don't know. Yeah, I just want a pulled pork sandwich. No, no room for you on the back cover of the Sun Times or in that restaurant in the West Indies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> um, by the way, just quick recommendation: if you are in the market for an Italian sub ever, oh. or um, you are in the market for, I don't think I'm ready for one yet. You know. <laughs> How about a screwdriver? Can I just you in a screwdriver or a wrench, a drill? Vinny's Sub Shop on Grand Avenue and the place right next to it, Imperial Hardware on Grand Avenue, are owned by the same couple. And the, the, the dude hangs out in the hardware store and his wife is in charge of the sub shop. And I went there the other day and had a great Italian sub. And I asked to use the bathroom and she said, sure, honey, it's in the hardware store. So I had to go outside and next door to the hardware store and go inside and go to the bathroom that they share because they- Hell yeah. Right? Yeah, I like it. Dude, and that hardware store, it's probably been there 80 years. It's what it felt like, maybe 60 years. Even if it's 40 years, they haven't cleaned anything in 40 years, mm-hmm. and they shouldn't, because that's the way hardware stores are supposed to be. My, my, my you got hardware experience. Oh, I got, I've worked in hardware stores. <laughs> yeah, um, you yeah, know hardware stores. We're the store center guy. for the hardware stores flag football team. <laughs> <laughs> Armitage Hardware, 925 West Armitage, Armitage and Sheffield. I worked there for like a decade at different times, and they were wonderful people. But I love an old hardware store. Almost as as much as I love at a good Italian sub shop, and they are both right next to each other. Italian sub hardware store fusion. They share a bathroom, man, and you can use it. Go get an Italian sub from Vinny's and get some hardware while wow. you need it next door. You guys got a plug? I, I had a really nice restaurant experience on Friday. It's either Figo's or Figo's Wine Bar right off the Belmont Red Line. Uh, that was very pleasant. Really good meal. Nice. Yeah, really good meal. See? Sometimes I go places that aren't owned by Joe Flam, and when I do, <laughs> I'm surprised that they're any good. There you go. And we will put good places on blast. Yeah, we will promote good places, and I will have a tender, gentle touch with bad yeah, places. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. If any of you listening to this right now stop. ever goes to Italian Pizza Fiesta, <laughs> and you stop. don't have a friend in me. You're the only one. You're the only one who does that. Yeah, it's not. We're, yeah. we're going. I'm taking you there. Yeah. We're, we're going to judge for sure. That was a delivery pie in the middle of the day that was bendy and, you hold a grudge. and weird. Yeah. You hold a food grudge. I had it grudge. one time, and it was horrible. Yeah. yeah. You were angry at you me hold, today. You hold a grudge. Shane was angry at me because I used microwavable rice. <laughs> I, I, That's unforgivable. I, I microwaved rice. In one of those things. Brown for, rice. Yeah, for 90 seconds, and you were like, it's it doesn't disgusting. taste like anything. <laughs> Don't eat brown rice. It doesn't, it's, well, it's better. It's healthier than white rice. I'm uh, seeing pictures on my timeline of uh, Pop and Sam Smith with the with the Spurs in town. Oh to, yeah, just uh, talking and, and hanging out. I like that idea as a as a little buddy cop relationship. Just Sam Smith and Pop holding court. Oh, that's they're, good. And apparently, the, oh, with Cheryl Ray right there. The, and the Bulls are uh, you know they're talking big ahead of this game because they they had that embarrassing loss to them earlier in the year. They're going to win this game. They're going to win three in a row. They're going to buy at the deadline on Thursday, and AK is going to come out and say, "Look, we're playing better." We're on we're on we're on a win streak. So Tanny and I both thought you were talking about the uh singer, homosexual singer out of England, Sam Smith. <laughs> no, I was talking about the uh Bulls writer. We both Greg thought Popovich. you were talking about the singer Sam Smith. So no. imagine our surprise. <laughs> I got a joke to Shane about Pop being at the Grammys with Sam Smith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah it's funny. Sam, Sam that Smith. would be surprising with the Spurs in Chicago tonight. And Rihanna's singing the halftime. I saw show. Sam Smith last night on, on my screen. I was like, look at that. He's aging into a modern-day boy George. Look at that. 
Nailed it. Nailed Pop that Singing one. that song, Mama Don't Know Daddy's Getting High in the Body Shop, whatever that song is. No, that's the no, that's hardware the, store in the sub shop. That's oh. the, and that song is by the basketball writer, Sam Smith. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Our pets' heads are falling off. We'll answer your questions for one last thing. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. Just one more thing, please. I thought you had a clock to punch. I do. I'm leaving right now. It's time for One Last Thing. Let's let someone else ask a couple questions. I just want to ask you. And then we'll come back to you. One question. How about that? Let's let everybody else and we'll come back to you. Ask any question. I just want to ask you. For anyone on the show. Then I can figure out who I want to answer to. I don't need your help with that. I just want to ask you. One question. Does anyone else have another question first? I got a question. All right. I just want to ask you. Thank you. One question. One Last Thing with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. You can get those questions in for one last thing. Text them and twitch them in. I think Lawrence Holmes coming your way in 15 minutes from the United Center, and he'll uh, have some stories of Greg Popovich with the Chicago media, I'm sure. But first, Matt Spiegel. So this is a recording of Wayne Shorter, legendary saxophonist, along with a guy named Leo Genovese, and it won a Grammy yesterday. It is the first time that my friend Tim Powell from the legendary Metro Mobile Recording Company won a Grammy. They've, he has produced 37 different Grammy-nominated projects oh my gosh. in the last, since 1987. That, Tim Powell, you'd, you probably would know him if you saw him, Concert Goer. He's recorded every live XRT show for the last, like, 30 years. Um, and it just he's an absolute legend. He backs the truck up and records you. Uh, my, my band Brother Brother, our first album, we just set up in his storage space and he backed up the truck and recorded us from the truck because the, cool. tr- the truck is just great. But congrats to Tim Powell, who's an absolute legend and Metro Mobile's the best. And he won a Grammy yesterday. And uh, I said, have you ever put a list together of the best concerts you ever recorded? And he said, uh, after recording The Clash in 1979, it's all been downhill from there. So that is like punk rock legends, the clash at the peak of their powers, recorded by him in 1979. But everything in between. Congrats to a local music legend. Absolute legend. Who recorded me and Danny Mac um, when we did our first year anniversary party at the Danny Mac show at Dirty Nelly's in Palatine in 2010. Wow. All right, that's enough. What do you think that ranks on his career list? Uh, you know, I didn't ask. It's a really good question. <laughs> Shane, what questions we got this week? From the 678 uh, for Danny. Jim Beheim gone after the season? If so, is it his call or Syracuse's? Uh, he says it's his call to Pete Thamel in the New York Times. It's embarrassing. He is embarrassing himself and a once great program. They're going to miss the tournament again. He's accusing rivals of buying teams, which is, of course, legal now with the name image, name, image, and likeness thing. And he stopped kind of recruiting dirty because he had been caught recruiting dirty and paying dudes so many times. And now he's lashing out against the system. He's 78 years old. It's a, it's a tough watch and listen. Um, listen, I love Bayheim for what he did for that program at my alma mater. They don't like, there's nothing about Syracuse, New York, where it snows hundreds of inches a year, mm. like that should be a powerhouse program in any way. He made them into an institution that they are, but it's long since time to go. But my guess is he'll be back because he says he wants to be, and it probably is his call.
It's, Jim it Beheim, sucks, though. He knows Billy Donovan well. He coached against Kobe White. Yeah. He's a hoops junkie. Jim Beheim, oh. hoops junkie. Jim Beheim, hoops junkie. It's been a long time since I've talked to Jim Beheim. He's a complete hoops junkie. Jim Beheim, I, I know you're a hoops junkie. I'm a basketball junkie. There was nothing better. Yeah, if you if you talk Stop basketball it. with him, he I mean he called himself a basketball junkie six times during that conversation. Basketball junkie. Look at you. Your nose is running. You junkie. Yeah, you know, it, what's in, what's amazing is that, Ugh. I don't know, I guess that's where Shane learned it, right? Shane, you learned it from watching him. Hey, yeah, he he was he's my, my gateway drug, uh, Jim Bayheim is gateway. Wow. Or, uh, yeah. I think that's what gateway it is. Gateway user. Weed, you right? saw, he abused him, um, he abused hoops for so long, and he's yeah. doing fine. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it's some kind of a bad influence on you. Some of us in the community would say he's not doing fine, but. <laughs> he told me his pain was really bad. Yeah, I well, said, I said, the doctor. How, I said, how bad? Is You're it? to blame too. It's ten, right? Ten I mean, out of ten. Uh, <laughs> got the little smiley faces on there. How much pain are you in? Point to the smiley face. From Dino in Mount Greenwood, I uh, had the same question for you guys, so I'm glad that he asked it. The Tom Brady segment last Friday, this past Friday, was very personal and relatable. It showed a lot of empathy. Why did you wait for Shane to be off to do that segment? Oh <laughs> yeah, it was a safe space. Good call. Yeah. Nailed that. Yeah, absolutely nailed that. We yeah. just figured warmth and empathy. You guys were open and vulnerable. Are you afraid that I would have shot that down? Your I, your vulnerability? No, I think you're reading way too much into it. Uh, I think I was afraid that you would have derailed it with some nonsense. Well, he's he's a weirdo. He makes out with his kids. So yeah, you would have said something like there that. There it is. And, and yeah. his dad. It happened. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, there's video evidence. Listen, yeah. we're glad you're back, but the segment was better eh, with you not here. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Got gotta go. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, come on! Did question. we go too far? Did we you get there? We did it! Come on! It. Come on! We're kidding! It's fun. We're having fun. Oh, we like um, fun here. From I, I, we do it. Uh, from from Rube in Sandwich. That's the Twitch user's name. Oh my name. goodness! I get it. What's your all-time favorite concert? <sighs> um, I always say it's kind of a cheat, but I think it's the second Lollapalooza. That was here, um, or no, it wasn't said in a second. It was further along than that. But it was whichever one that I was able to be in the mosh pit for the Beastie Boys. I was down front for uh, George Clinton and the P-Funk All-Stars. And Smashing Pumpkins played at night. Um, L7 was on that show. Tribe Called Quest was on that show. Saw the Flaming Lips on a side stage at that show. I was like, there was a lot of goodness there. Danny, what's the best place you ever saw a live music song? <laughs> I'd say uh, well, my freshman year in the Carrier Dome seeing Kanye in a Jerry McNamara jersey doing the college dropout album dancing with a cute blonde smoking a blunt in the Carrier Dome was probably the most fun I've ever had like I was like oh man concerts are awesome and who was doing that show yeah I mean he's not a good guy now Jewish <laughs> it was Kyrie Irving uh but yeah, that was, or Roger that, Waters. That, yeah, it was yeah. that was that was fun. That was a fun show. Kanye, huh? I'm just being honest. We're gonna let that one slide, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have said the Rolling Stones with my dad and been all sentimental. Here's a question for one last thing. Did any of you guys do track in high school? What events? No. No. <laughs> no. Why run when not. you can walk? Why walk when you can drive? Right. I, I played tennis in high school. Yeah. No track. No. Tanny, were you a big track guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. How about Field? Listen to the music tracks of music songs, you know? Field. That's my thing. Shane was a shot putter. Actually, I did that in eighth grade. I believe it. Yeah, sh- shot put and discus. <laughs> That's not a shot put. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Shot put that, yeah. 
Yep. Anything else? <laughs> no, man. We just hit the close. I don't know. So maybe you squeeze in one last question. It's like a soft close. So no, I, I need to turn my microphone off today. Oh, you're good. You're good. Don't lie to him. No, I just... <laughs> not everything is an adjective. That's all I mean. Not everything's an adjective. <laughs> don't, don't lie to him. Not every detail's an adjective. That's all. That's a little little lesson to I walk like away when, with. I like people watching the show on Twitch. They can see Danny and Shane's body language or reaction to away. our comments as they back away uh-huh. or they act like offended but yeah. are offended. It's, uh-huh. a, it's a whole game within the game for the for the Twitch audience. And then at the end of the show, everyone's like, do they like each other? Do they not like each other? There's no way to know. No. It's, it's, very, <laughs> wow. it's very tough. I went vague. Danny went hardcore no. We don't know. We don't know. Well, I know. Clothes drop today. What do you hear that? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> which is a direct representation on how Tanny and I feel about the show every day. Okay, good. <laughs> that's exactly how it plays. Every every clothes drop is like that's what they really think of us, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they sit there and they talk about it for four hours. And they choose <laughs> which insults via audio will hurt them most. Let's going spin in their the evening. wheel of judgment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here you go. Thank you to Boomer Esiason for coming on the show today. Lawrence Holmes coming up next to build a bridge to Bulls and Spurs. Uh, well, let's see. We had Kevin Lapka and Connor O'Donnell helping out today. Twitch chat video stream. Thank you, sirs. Shane Reardon, our executive produ- producer. Thank you, sir. Chris Tannehill makes it sound better than we are each and every day. Let's see how he judges us. Format Spiegel. I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkinson Spiegel. This is the score. You take you a douche, you don't you don't sit there and look at it. You flush it and move on. We're gonna flush it and move on. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.